You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs mm. podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. Welcome to Locked On Bulldogs here, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, also part of Locked On Atlanta here mm-hmm. on Locked On Podcasts. If uh, mm-hmm. if you like anything Atlanta, like maybe the Hawks and Trey Young just getting filthy yep. on you, just get yep. over here. We're part of that. Um, also, a little FYI, Locked On Bulldogs, not any gurus or insiders by okay, don't, any stretch don't, of the imagination. Don't give- the people can't handle your explanations, Clint. They're not. They're not. So, so let me repeat. We're again. not denying that. We're not denying that people don't claim to be that thing. We're just saying that they're often wrong, which would almost negate the fact that they what they claim to be would be negated by the actual product that we see. Put it's not here or there. It doesn't matter. What matters is that we're fans. Here we go. You're a fan. I assume that you're a fan. Maybe you just enjoy scrolling through YouTube and finding random videos, in which case, glad you're here. Thanks for being here. Audio podcast uh, format, we love having you guys mm-hmm. listen to the show every day. That's the, how the, the show started, uh, how we will always continue to have it. Also available in video form over on YouTube. Either way, subscribe, leave us, a, uh, leave us some feedback, leave us a comment on YouTube, a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast listening app you choose. Um, all that's appreciated. Clint, we got, we got helmets. Ooh. We got pads. Ooh. We got stadiums full of people. It's not quite a football game, but it but it the scratch it scratched the itch, Daniel. Did it not? But it's scratch close the itch? enough. We I've watched it now a half dozen times, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I plan on at least a dozen more. Uh, G Day came and went, and um, I'm just going to say it did not disappoint. Y'all, y'all, I don't know. This is my biggest takeaway. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to do on this podcast this whole entire week. We're going to break down G-Day because there is a lot. If you don't think there's a lot in G-Day to talk about, you've missed such important aspects of this G-Day. People stood out head and shoulders at this G-Day. And I'd like to say, even after last year's A.D. Mitchell uh, show up just out of nowhere, this G-Day has me more excited for next year than last G-Day did for last year. I'm more excited for what these players did and who I saw pop on film. There's a couple guys we expected, a couple guys we didn't expect. We're going to talk about that. So this entire week we're talking about it. Today we're talking about the position group that showed out. We're going to let you know what position group that was and maybe one or two players from that position group that really, really, really took their game to the next level. Um, and, but, Daniel, for me, let, let's let's not bury the lead. Please. Did you? Did you? All right, y'all. Please. If you don't understand that Georgia, it you can you can wear the T-shirt that says RBU, and I have one, and I will continue to wear it. Sure, it's great. But if you don't understand that our pass catchers, and I use that term for all the positions that catch passes, ain't Oof. just about to take over the SEC, you have not been paying attention. Jermaine Burton got out of out of uh, Athens. Not because he saw an opportunity over at Bama. He saw a train coming, and the train's name was Eric Gilbert. Ooh-wee. 
and that, and he said, I don't want to be standing in front of this. No. Y'all, um, the receivers, we said the receivers were probably going to show out at G-Day. And, Daniel, they did not disappoint. They were doing – I include Kenny McIntosh in the pass catchers. That's why I use the term very, very loosely and broadly. Kenny right. McIntosh showing – you include Kendall Milton, caught a nice Thank little you. pass out of the backfield. You. Include him in there. I include um, Oscar Delp, who we will get to in a moment. Okay, we will get to oh, in a moment. We have to start with Eric Gilbert, though, have Clint, to. because have to. That's the story of G Day. If you're if if listen, Clint said we're going to talk about it all week, and that's not so that we can stretch content. That's no. because there's a week's worth of stuff to say about this game. More but the lead here. story is Eric Gilbert, and um, he didn't look like Clint. He was rounding back into form, no. Clint. He looked like no. he didn't even look like he never left. He looked like he's gotten much better since we saw him in a there football uniform on a football field. That. What kind of a weapon is this, Clint? Uh, let me ask you a question, Daniel. You're an offensive coordinator, and you're asking good money him, in that. Good, good money. money. Good yeah. money. And you're asking Eric to line up at any position on the field and run any route, and you think to yourself, gosh, I, I wonder what limitations, what routes I can't run with this guy. What's your mm. answer for what you can't run with this guy? Uh, there's no there there are no limitations. None. That's it. No, he there's can none. do he can do all the things. And heaven help you if you get down there by that goal line because he's – And now listen, a lot's going to be said. And believe, believe me, look as much as Greg McElroy makes some absolutely asinine statements. Yes. He is right about the second team secondary. He must have been listening to the pod last week because we literally said the second team secondary is not going to be very good. Spoiler alert, they were not very good. They, they were bad. not good. Quite bad. Quite, yes, quite bad. Quite bad. Okay. So I will see your Arian Smith excitement and I will raise you a hold on, please, because <laughs> they were quite bad. But. Eric Gilbert wasn't going up against the second team secondary, Clint. Nope. Them, them's those first teamers out there. He okay? went against anybody in the secondary and anybody anyone in the linebacking court. And everyone, and he destroyed them all. All right. Um, we got a lot to talk about about these pass catchers. I want to get into specifically this Georgia offense and what it's going to look like and what kind of options we have because – you're starting to uh, see some potential combinations there, that college football has never before seen. Literally, Literally. never before seen. Uh, so we're going to come back. Um, but first, we are going to uh, take a little break and tell you guys about Built Bar. It's the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. Uh, you know that it's our favorite protein bar because it's the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And listen, we're all about eating healthy and putting the right things in our body. But you know what we're really all about is things yes. that taste good. That's mm. that's why we consume the foods that we do because they taste delicious. Well, Bill Bar happens to taste delicious and also be high in fiber, high in protein, low in sugar, keto approved, good for whatever meal plan or diet plan you are on, pre-workout, post-workout, whatever you need. 
Um, it is a protein bar, again, that tastes like a candy bar. And so if you're tired of dry, disgusting, rock-hard protein bars, then give a Built Bar a try. Clint and I have tried them all. I can confirm that all of the flavors oh. are actually delicious. And you can get them sent to your home in a variety pack or a single flavor box, multiple boxes. And all of them can be found at BuiltBar.com. And when you enter the promo code LOCKEDON15, you get 15% off your entire order. That's 15% off any number of Built Bars that you wish to purchase just by entering the promo code LOCKEDON15. So go there, give Built Bars a try. They are the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. Built Bar at BuiltBar.com. Clint, this you're watching the game mm-hmm. and you see Eric Gilbert right from the jump. Right from the jump, you see him, and you just he's in the he's in the get off the bus team. Like he uh, that's he exactly puts on right. the jersey and it's like, ooh, oh no. Oh, this one. Who is this one? And then he goes out there on the field and he flashes and he shows things, and you start to think this guy is a matchup nightmare. And then you think, mm-hmm. well, Brock Bowers. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Then you think Darnell Washington. The the mismatches mismatch. You talking about the mismatches nightmares nightmare. This it's, is this is like one Darnell of those situations Washington. where like you meet a new family right that moves in down the street and you mm-hmm. meet like the youngest son and you're like oh man that's a tall drink Ooh, of water you're like it's a big it's a big boy. Hold yeah. on, let me. Let me do some my brother. And brother comes out like, yeah. oh, damn. He, he bigger. And like, hold up. Mm-hmm. I got I got one more. They just and keep they just getting keep... out like a clown car. Kirby Smart's running a little clown car operation at the tight end room. Um, now, Clint, you would have seen this performance from Oscar Delp, from young Oscar Delp at G-Day any other year. Correct. And you would have said to yourself, you must play this kid in week one. You must. He's- play him he's third on the depth chart at best at best he's fourth more realistically correct yeah clint you will see all three of those tight ends on the field at the same time in week one if they're all healthy just just let me tell you this right now let me tell you this right now Jalen Carter is not going to run no tight end goal line package next year. A la, he ain't coming in at fullback. No, he ain't yo, doing that. Yeah, no. because because also throwing a little H back for Oscar or Brock, whoever it is, you get those three guys out on a short. Like you're telling me from the forty going in, it's third and one. You run those guys out, and a defensive coordinator has to make the the business decision: Do I let Kendall Milton? get six yards and a first down or do yep. I play back on coverage so yep. that when play action hits and all these guys go deep on the play action and I'm giving up a touchdown from a 40 yard bomb, that's the business decision. These defensive coordinators are going to be, you guys have no idea what kind of options this opens up for Todd Munkin. Now this isn't just matchup nightmare one-on-one. This is schematically because the second you go goal line, Daniel, the package comes in defensive coordinator gets buzzed in his ear. Hey, they're bringing in the heavies. He then goes down he goes, Hey, Hey, send in our heavies, send in that extra linebacker, send yeah. in. And then all of a sudden he goes, that's not the heavies, y'all. Stetson, Stetson Bennett says, gives him a little check with me real uh-huh. quick at the line of scrimmage. And all of a sudden that goal line formation just goes. Whoosh. 
That's right. And everybody spreads out. And now we're running five wide, whereas we were in a goal line package. We're now on a five wide uh, with three tight ends, A.D. Mitchell and Kenny McIntosh split out wide. Listen to me. You will see that. You will see Brock, Darnell, Eric, A.D. Mitchell, and Kenny McIntosh in a five wide this year. You will see it. And let me just tell you, good night to the defense. It's over. It the it's over. There's all right. There's no defending it. All right. So Eric Gilbert showed out like nobody before. Oscar Delp showed out just like just like Eric I love did. this kid. We Oscar we said Delp. we were going to love him. We said love he's him. going to play great, and we're going to love him. And lo and behold, Clint, he played great, and I love him. And I he I love it. He trucked a man, Clint. <laughs> He did. He did. Dan. We need to talk about it. We need to talk about it. In G Day, but not to Dan. Dan Jackson over there being like, oh, glad that wasn't me. Two years in a row. Dan Jackson came out in the whites. He came out in the all whites. He said, not today. Not today, G Day. Not happening. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is two years in a row that a tight okay. end has absolutely humiliated a person. Uh, Made a Oscar dude look put so his shoulder bad. in the ground. I mean, it shades of Brock Bowers, man. Like that, that guy's got talent he's, just he's dripping clone. off of him. And listen, next year, when when all these tight ends leave, not Brock Bowers, because he'll still yeah. be here. Listen, but when Darnell leaves and Eric Gilbert leaves next year, you still got Brock Bowers and Oscar Delp in the tight end room. Guys, we're not you guys, you guys understand this. Nobody under nobody I don't think fathoms this. This unbelievable glut of talent we have everywhere. Uh, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Let's other talk about passers. receivers. Yeah. Yeah. When you talk about receivers. Uh, but first, we'll let you know about betonline.net. Betonline.net is your sportsbook experts. They are where Daniel and I go to make our sportsbook wagering. They're the official partners of Locked On Bulldogs and Locked On Podcasts, your team every day. Betonline has reliable, fast, convenient and safe deposits as well as well as withdrawals. They do parlays. They do your over-unders. They do season win totals, single game action. They have everything. They have all the sports that you're looking for, MMA, boxing, football, baseball, the whole kit and caboodle, Daniel. You need to get over to bet online uh, because they they will allow you to do the thing that Daniel and I talk all the time, which is put your hard-earned money on games and then go ahead and retrieve those winnings once they cash out. We're going to make you money this year. Get ready for it. When season win totals come out, we're going to be heavy on that. We're going to do a whole listen, week's worth of show. Listen to me. Week one. Uh-huh. Week one. Okay? Uh-huh. College football week one. Georgia team total over. Over. Give it over. to me. Right now. <laughs> Give it to it me. Over. Uh, that's Bet Online, your official sports book of Locked On Podcasts. All right, wide receivers like is a big thing we need to talk about because a lot of wide receivers showed out. We said they were going to show out the defensive back room, a little bit, bit depleted, a little bit down. There's a couple of bright spots. We're going to get to that later in the week. A couple of bright spots, but sure, we're here to tell you, um, Meeks flashed for me, Daniel. He. he- he flashed. He's got I a bit him. of a look. He's got a bit of a look about him, doesn't he? He's got a bit of a look about him, like, oh, you might be, you might be real. Like, you, you might see? be a real dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I don't mean I'm not going to name names of other people that have been or are currently in the program that don't necessarily have that look about them. That people, 
people get really excited about and they they feel good about and they think well this might yep. be this person's year or whatever but like you just never have really shown me that you're that guy ad mitchell came out grabbed the bull by the horns and showed us that early in the year last year yep. Meeks, i know it's not true freshman year but but it he does have a bit of that look to him and and i think i do think he showed something arian smith caught a ball that was not a go route no, that to not. me that to me is the you know you, you hit the bomb first play of the game carson beck throws a beautiful ball uh and under threw it a little bit i thought only stetson bennett did that but that was apparently hmm. it, hmm. yeah, it's weird uh but he catches a beautiful ball to me i was like you know, yawn when that happened i was like okay show me arian smith do anything else but he did he ran some routes and he yep. made some catches. I want to see that from Arian Smith. I want to see Arian Smith develop into a more complete wide receiver, not just a run fast catch ball guy. Yes, that's exactly right. No, Meeks has a look about him. AD was right there. Arian Smith, uh, all the tight ends. And I'm not here to tell you, we talked about this offense changing. And and by the way, this G-Day did nothing but set my expectations higher for the offense. Like, y'all. Take we may over. have we may have undersold the offense as much as we are gushing about them. We may have undersold them, which is insane because Kenny McIntosh is a giant problem for you. He is a problem for you. Dom Blaylock and Kyrus Jackson are back. Yes, Kyrus Jackson may be. He may be real. He may be good. He may be really good. I know real some good. of you are like, of course he's really good. That's no, not, no, no, I no. mean, no, I mean no. really good. Like, I mean, like all SEC he get could drafted be, real high. He could be real good. Um, um, I'm, I'm you know what you, you got in Lab McConkey. You know what that kid's about. You know that that's we fine. Like, there's so many weapons, Clint. guys. Dom Blaylock is that dude. Like, he's he, he that cannot dude. throw. He cannot no. throw. No, we've established yeah. that. Let Kenny yeah. do that, okay? Dom, yeah. you just go catch it. I'm here to tell you right now. Um. You all lost your ever-loving mind when Burton left. Mm -hmm. Yawn. Talk about a big so? yawn. I am – this is not grass is greener. This is my eyeballs looking at the game, looking at film, and comparing it to last year and going, oh, no, he is not – he's not always on the field, not because Kirby hates him or Monk can't stand him, it's because Kirby looks at his receivers and goes, I got dudes everywhere. I, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Clint, you're such a Homer fan. You know, you're such a fan. Why don't you be I, more objective? Sure. Why don't you be more, be less like a fan? Sure. Um, what if I was to tell you that the wide receiving core, it, the receivers on this, not the wide receivers, the receivers, pass there catchers. Go. There you um, go are significantly better than they were last year. Significantly not, not improved. Better. We're talking head and shoulders above what last year's club did. And I'm not even I'm even willing to say it's one G Day game. I get it. But I'm not basing this as off one G Day game. I'm no. basing it off of what I saw as a true freshman in the SEC with no quarterback. You understand who played quarterback for LSU two years ago? No one. 
guys. There was not a quarterback okay. on the team. They I know would he's have Brad taken Johnson's Stetson son. Bennett. They would have taken Stetson Bennett and built a statue of him outside the stadium if he came and played quarterback for them at LSU two years ago. Hundred percent, guys. This and what this you saw, court. what you saw from Mary Gilbert then, and now what you see from him now that he's back at G Day. Listen to me, George Pickens. We love you. Love Go him. get drafted. Go get paid. But Eric Gilbert's going to be better for this Georgia offense than George Pickens. Yes. And that's that's not to say that George Pickens to diminish his talent. Nope. That's just to say the pass catchers are better. Uh, it might become one of the best position groups we have. Pass catchers, again, not, re- not wide receivers. Pass catchers may end up being the best position group we have on this entire team when all is said and done. Uh, Daniel and I are going to be back all this week talking about all the position groups, all the G-Day fun. We have lots and lots of notes to go through. Lots and lots of guys showed out. So we'll be back tomorrow talking about all of that here on Lockdown Bulldogs, here on Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. See you.